the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We hope you had a lovely holiday. Uh, hopefully you made a little bit of money over the weekend. Uh, Lundy and I bled our pockets dry. It was a rough weekend for player props. Uh, it was a rough weekend overall, though I did go 2-0 in Altline College Basketball Parlay, so we're going to fire off on one of those suckers in this episode, but we do have a game tonight, and really a game that only a gambler or fantasy player could potentially love, uh, because we've got Bills, we've got Patriots, the Pats, of course, are, are eliminated from playoff contention. Kind of a boring team in general here, Lunny, but you do have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, and the Buffalo Bills uh, who have already sewn up the division. So to keep people engaged, to keep people intrigued, give me an anytime TD play that you like tonight. All right, I'll give you. I'll tell you what, Brad. I'll give you one that I like, and I'll give you one that you might like as a as a long shot. Because one of the cool things right now, DraftKings Sportsbook, the only, the only anytime touchdown scorer who is a minus juice is Cam Newton. Yep. Everyone else is a plus. So I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you the aforementioned Cole Beasley. Uh, I'm going to give you Cole Beasley at a plus 190. I definitely like that one. I just I don't know why. I just for some reason feel like he's due to just go in there and, you know, his his glowing locks and just, you know, splash a nice little uh, touchdown. Then I'm going to give you a long shot one. All right. All right. How how do you feel about a plus 525, Brad? That's a nice payday. right? Ooh, I do like that. Was, that's like what A.J. Dillon was on. On Sunday Night Football, he was plus 500, and he cashed. So on a plus 525, give me Nikhil Harry. Oh, wow. Who, believe it or not, actually has a total of 10 red zone targets this year, according to our friends at playerprofiler.com, which is double what Jacoby Myers has seen. So tell you what, maybe one of those red zone targets finally cashes in. And at a 525, I'm not going to put a lot on it, but I'm going to drop a little, I'm going to drop a little coin on that one just because as weird as week 16 was, we watched the fact that uh, uh, Baker Mayfield was like throwing to dudes uh, who were like at the bar down the street prior to the game. I mean, he, <laughs> he had nobody to throw the ball to. So as weird as week 16 is, Brad, it could be one of those weeks where just like A.J. Dillon, we could see a long shot anytime touchdown. So that's my pick. What about you? I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Anytime TD, he scored on the ground against the Patriots in the first matchup. Uh, and I think he could do it again, uh, you know, knocking at the door of double figures on the ground this season in terms of crossing the chalk at plus 120. I think those are mighty fine odds. And I did fire off on that one. And look, if you want to get in on any of those anytime TD props or anything else, do so right now. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, the holiday season may be winding down on the sports calendar, but uh, things are still in full swing across a vast array of sports action. From collegiate to professional sports, there is no shortage of action, and there is no better place to get in on all that action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't tried it out yet, uh, what are you waiting for? And to celebrate this year's college football playoffs right around the corner, DK is giving all new users a chance to bet in 
on any semifinal team to win the championship at 100 to 1 odds. That's right. All I got to do is bet $1 on any semifinal team to win the title. And if your team wins, you cash $100. Uh, not only that, but uh, let's not forget, we got basketball underway in the college and pro circuits. And check out those daily odds boosts that DraftKings is dropping, just like Lundy said, with that 100% profit boost for tonight's action uh, in the New England and Buffalo game. they got to have all that across all sports. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get 100-to-1 odds on any semifinal team in the college football playoff to win it all. That's code FTN for new players to get a shot at $100 on any semifinal team this week for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to today's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's start things off here with a little Stephon Diggs. Can you digs it? Uh, yes, I can. It's six and a half receptions is the total here, Lundy. And I'm going to take the over because this has been a bankable wager. I like the over as well uh, on the 85.5 receiving yards uh, prop available at DK Sportsbook. That's at a minus 118 juice. This one at a minus 118 juice as well. And, you know, New England's only given this up, I believe, like one time this entire year. Uh, so they haven't given up. Uh, you know, a whole lot of receptions in a single game. They've not allowed yet an eight-catch receiver in a contest as a collective. The Pats give it up a 7.4 YPA. Uh, and you look at the one-on-one matchup. Stephon Gilmore, he's allowed a 96.2 passer rating. So-so there. But he has given up a 63.4 catch percentage given the silky smooth routes of Stephon Diggs, uh, the unbreakable bond that he has with Josh Allen right now, and the fact that he's got 57 catches Combined over the last six games, I think it's going to be another 8, 9, 10-catch game. He'll be the first player to achieve that 8-catch threshold against New England this season, and it happens tonight. Fade or follow my over, Stephon Diggs, 6.5 receptions. I was actually I'm, – I'm following you on this one, Brad, because I was actually surprised it wasn't at 7.5. Yeah. That's actually yep. what I expected it to be at. It came in at 6.5. As you were just talking about his receptions, he hasn't gone below this number in six games. And then prior to that, he was actually right at 6. Um, so this is you know this is the, the number that he has been able to crush, uh, especially, as you mentioned, over the course of the last three weeks where he's combined for 31 catches. Um, so this, to me, feels like an easy follow. I know that uh, you know New England is – you know, not the uh, New England of the past and that they have sort of, uh, all right, our season's done. Let's go play some golf. I think they're still going to show up defensively. That's what Bill Belichick teams do. But, hey, man, it's Stephon Diggs. It is Josh Allen's man crush. Let's follow. Do it, baby. Digs it and cash. Number four. All right, let's move on to Cole Beasley. 50 and a half receiving yards as a prop. And I'm going to take the over here. Now, he had a very modest and really uncharacteristic two catches for 24 yards on just two targets in the first matchup against the Patriots, uh, you know, way back in week number eight. Uh, New England this season, top 10. 
and fewest slot receptions allowed at 4.8 per game. Top 10 and fewest slot yards allowed per game in 56.1. But still, that average is over this proposed line. It's got to get a lot of Jonathan Jones in coverage, who is a primary slot DB for this Patriots secondary. And he's the weakest link overall, giving up a 103.8 passer rating at 1.44 yards per snap. Beasley is number 14 in total yak. He's caught 77.5% of the looks from Josh Allen and is also number two in contested catch rate. I think he gets over this number for the ninth time this season and lands somewhere in that 55 to 60 range. You're going to strum the banjo with Beasley on the over 50.5 receiving yards. Fader follow hey, but- uh, by the way, folks, if you don't understand why we do the the banjing, the dueling, dueling banjos w- with Cole Beasley, just go look at his headshot. That's all you got to do, okay? <laughs> just go look at his or headshot. Or just look at the name. He's, he's making moonshine in Appalachia, my man. He absolutely is. I'm actually going to fade you on this mm. one, my man. I think he comes in just underneath this number. I told you that I liked him as an anytime touchdown prop, and I do think that's an opportunity uh, to cash with him. Those of you that are coming down to the to the wire tonight in your fantasy uh, and you've got Beasley in your lineup, like I said, I think for whatever reason, I got a gut feeling that he finds the end zone. But I think he tucks underneath this number, but again, just barely. You were talking about him being at like 55 or so. I feel like he's going to check in around 45, 47, finish right underneath that number. If you look at his pattern most recently over the course of the last six games, he's been above it, below it, above it, below it, above it, below it. Well, guess what? Last week against Denver, he was above it. So I'm going to follow the pattern and say he tucks in just underneath. Bet on Beasley. Number three. All right, Cam Newton. And it is time for our Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. And let's talk about Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, but before I do that, look, you got to go to MKF right now. Uh, they got all the player props you could possibly want. It's just more or less over or under. And you parlay them together in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you cash this holiday season, the more greenbacks you put into your pocket for 20 21 and they got everything fantasy points passing yards receiving yards receptions rushing yards the whole shebang go to monkeynightfight.com and use that promo code ftn again promo code ftn when you sign up get a free five dollar game on the house all right let's get to cam newton and an mkf it is 169 and a half pass yards uh and i'm gonna take the under here lundy now Cam has been over this only four times this season, and one of those weeks was in the first matchup against the Buffalo Bills in which he threw for just over this proposed threshold of 174. Believe it or not, he is QB8 on the year to just a completion percentage, but he takes very rare shots down the field. Uh, QB30 in air yards per attempt. The Bills have given up a 7.0 YPA, 248.2 pass yards per game, and the only guys that have tucked under 170 yards uh, that was Drew Locke and Sam Darnold, but I think it's going to be close, but I got him on like at 165 in this one. I think he's going to do more damage with his legs. That's where uh, the Buffalo Bills are most vulnerable in. And bonus time, Lundy. Uh, this is actually my play of the day. 
Cam Newton over seven and a half rush attempts. That one's available at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's juiced up to minus 125, but like I mentioned before, you could use that 100% profit boost and get that sucker into plus territory. Uh, he has only been under this three times this season, and he ran nine times right at his average against the Buffalo Bills in the first battle between these two intradivisional foes. So, give me your take here. Uh, and a fade or follow, 169.5 pass yards, and he got a tailing as well in the over. Cam Newton rush attempts at 7.5. I'm going to be following, Brad. I think these last couple of games for New England, Cam's trying to figure out which team he's going to be playing for next year. So he's <laughs> got to try to put on a bit of a show, but we know that his show exists with the legs, not with the arm. That's just where he's at right now. He's not going to drop a you know 365-yard bomb like he did on the Texans. Uh, you're not going to do that against the Bills tonight. So I'm with you. I think that it's going to be close, though. I will say that, but I'll follow you on the yardage total with the under the rushing attempts. Same thing. I think he's going to show off with his legs and with Buffalo's defense. I think he can get out. I don't know that he's going to do any kind of a giant breakaway. No, you know, 19, 20, 25 yard scamper. None of that Ryan Tannehill like we saw last <laughs> night. Uh, but I yeah. do think that Cam will be rushing. I think he gets up over the rushing attempt. So I will follow in both cases. Yeah, hopefully Cam won't be a betting scam. Number two. All right, let's move on to a little college basketball action because a pretty decent slate, uh, particularly in the Big Ten and the number one team of the country also in action. Uh, first wager that I have here. I'm going to take Michigan State minus three on the road against Goldie and the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, you look at this matchup, uh, Sparty has a massive rebounding edge, really a paint advantage overall. Uh, this Spartans team, top 60 as it always is, an offensive rebounding percentage and defensive rebounding percentage leg up there on Minnesota, which is more of a spread it out perimeter oriented team at times. I think Hall and Hauser and Henry are really going to pack the paint and punish this Minnesota club. Uh, number two, uh, they are rainmakers, Michigan State, shooting 36.8% from downtown. Uh, Minnesota, meanwhile, only 31.9% as a team. Uh, and then number three as well, Michigan State really shares the sugar well. So well, they're number one in the country and assist to field goals made. So they're always looking to make with that extra pass, find the open man, knock down those shots. So you pooled all together. You got a weak defensive club there in Minnesota. Uh, Michigan State loves to move up and down the floor. So do the Golden Gophers. This should be a breakneck pace similar to the Minnesota-Iowa game over the weekend. But unlike that result in which Minnesota won in overtime, I think Michigan State, though weaker defensively than previous iterations under Tom Izzo, will find a way to tighten the screws and seal the victory and the cover here. I think they win by five going away so fade or follow will it be a sparty party up there in minneapolis at minus three I'm going to follow on this one, Brad, and for me, it's actually got a lot more to do with Minnesota than it necessarily does with Michigan State. Minnesota, who came in undefeated and then got clocked two weeks ago by Illinois, um, just really had not faced anybody that was going to be that kind of a challenge. Illinois came in, spanked them, beat them by 27. Um, it, and even when Minnesota's winning, as you just said, their defense is not there. They're giving up a lot of points, and that loss to Iowa over the weekend, they gave up 95. They're giving up you know, 82, 61, 80. They're, just, they're giving up way too many points for me to feel comfortable and Michigan State can take advantage of that so I like this one I like giving up the points with Michigan State because I think that as much as you can just look at that simple record of the Golden Gophers and see eight and one I don't think they're an eight and one team at this point Michigan State should be able to roll them Michigan State hopefully will have us rolling in the green 
number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's work at a two-leg alt-line parlay. Now, only half of this is actually an alt-line. The other one is the standard line. And I'm going to focus on that game first. Gonzaga's laying 40 and a half. Uh, and the first leg here against the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, who I don't think could you know chop down a sapling or the very depressing Charlie Brown Christmas tree because this is one of the worst defensive teams in the country outside the top. 305 different defensive categories, and now you are facing the best offensive team in the nation that's netting 1.21 points per possession and has scored 95 or more points in five games this year. Good luck. Uh, Gonzaga's second team as well. They've got a lot of experience here. Back-to-back games against Northwestern State to get a lot of those guys uh, feet wet, and as a result, uh, you know, the the A team's going to come out and obviously Blast the doors off NAU early, but I think it's the bench team that could come in and secure the lead and maybe even build on it. So it may come down to the waiting moments, as they always do, with teams jacking threes and meaningless action. But I think the Zags win this game by 43-plus. Remember, NAU lost by 43 against Arizona uh, back in November, and that's a much inferior team compared to Gonzaga. So give me Gonzaga minus 40 and a half. And the other game that I liked, and this one is an alt line, I like Wisconsin minus five against Maryland. They've got incredible balance through the Badgers, top 10 in offensive efficiency, top 10 in defensive efficiency, ton of arc assassins there, and Potter and Trice and Reavers and Davison, all those guys shoot at least 41.5% from downtown. Maryland, number 246 in the country in three-point percentage D. And number three, Maryland has struggled mightily at the free throw line, shooting just 68.7% as a club at the charity stripe. So I think uh, the Wisconsin Badgers under great guard, they win this game by seven plus. So that's why I tease that down to five. Paired it with the standard line on Gonzaga. Slapping together, it's plus 168 if both hit. Fade or follow that two-leg alt-line parlay. Gonzaga minus 48 and a half and Wisconsin minus five. You're going to make me chase a 40-point line? Yeah, baby. Let's do it. Oh, my goodness. Well, look, Northern Arizona's only win came just down the road from where you and I are sitting right now. That was against DU last week, uh, Denver. Uh, the yeah. Pioneers uh, definitely not establishing any new land rights uh, in that <laughs> game uh, as they lost to Northern Arizona. But DU is not a good basketball no. team whatsoever this season. Uh, so I'll tell you what. I'll follow. Let's see if Gonzaga can spank them a little bit. I still think that's a really big line. But I do really like teasing down the Badgers, uh, looking to uh, pick up a win at home uh, against Maryland. I think that's a good one. The line, uh, as it sits right now, what, nine? So teasing it down to five, give yourself a little bit of a buffer there and still wind up with a two-leg parlay that gets you into the plus territory. I'll follow, but man. 40 points. Holy crap. Yeah, we're going to be sweating that out in the final seconds on some garbage tray. I guarantee you that's how these things always work. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Uh, follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. And use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today and as always until next time fade or follow that is up to you feed the noise